Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. For every stone-cold, great one, and heartbreak kid, there's unfortunately another seemingly mouth-watering character brimming with potential that finds itself being depressingly ran straight into the ground. From sinister puppet masters to clinical mercenaries, these particularly absorbing gimmicks all frustratingly stumbled when they get a sword. I'm Gareth from What Culture Wrestling, and here are 10 totally wasted wrestling gimmicks. Number 10. CJ Parker, Hippie CJ Parker is an example of a star with all the potential in the world, but he just never really clicked whilst navigating his way through Triple H's developmental brainchild. After being jobbed out during his early days in NXT, Parker returned with a new hippie gimmick, fluidly dancing his way to the ring and declaring that he just wanted to change this world. The plan was originally for this new shtick to catapult Parker into being a fan favorite. However, as is often the case in the world of pro wrestling, the NXT faithful were having none of it, and he soon transitioned into a deluded heel who turned on those in attendance. Despite this act clearly having some legs and Parker knowing his way around a ring, he ultimately found himself becoming fodder for whichever new face Trips and the gang wanted to get behind next. Thankfully, he'd land on his feet upon exiting WWE in 2015, reverting back to his Juice Robinson gimmick and forging a successful career in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Number 9. Leo Kruger Mercenary Slash Hunter Things may not have worked out for Adam Rose after finally answering the call and making his way on up to the main roster in 2014, but there was a time when the NXT talent possessed one of the most intriguing characters in the brand's history. Before being rebranded as the party-loving, flamboyant leader of the Rosebuds, Rose went by the name of Leo Kruger. As a slightly unhinged hunter and mercenary of sorts, Kruger excelled when given time to deliver intensely creepy promos, referring to his opponents as trophies to be added to his collection. Yet someone clearly wasn't overly keen on this unsettling persona in the end, as Kruger was quietly shuffled into the back after failing to get the better of NXT champion Bo Dallas and Sami Zayn towards the back end of 2013. Rose would eventually wrestle under the Kruger moniker after parting ways with WWE in 2016, but surely the sight of a deranged hunter picking off various members of the Raw and SmackDown rosters would have been far more entertaining than the Russell Brand tribute act we were forced to endure in the end. At least it gave us Braun Strowman, though. Number 8. Doink the Clown Dastardly Clown A guy dressed up as a clown and going head-to-head with the likes of Macho Man Randy Savage and Brett the Hitman Hart probably should have fallen flat on its face. However, in the case of Matt Bourne's version of the dastardly Doink the Clown character, WWE were able to capture something rather unexpectedly special in a bottle. On top of playing numerous tricks on unsuspecting members of the crowd, Doink would also utilize this disturbing penchant for fun at the expense of someone 
everyone else against his colleagues. With the moment he sent Big Boss Man flying over a tripwire and tricked Crush into thinking a prosthetic arm was real before smacking him over the head with it, being just a few moments of hilarious madness. Yet once Bourne was given the boot from the character due to his issues with drug use, the character began to slip into goofier territory as Ray Liacelli took up the reins, and a once captivating menace was depressingly defanged. Number 7. Simon Dean Fitness Guru The intentionally infuriating Simon Dean character was quite simply just ahead of its time. Making his way to the ring on his Dean machine or segue to the average Joe, Dean would make an example of an unfortunate jobber before forcefully introducing Introducing them to his Simon system. For those not in the know, said way of life consisted of living off nutritional health bars and lifting the odd dumbbell whilst decked in a snug sweatsuit. In other words, his entire character was pretty much an early 2000s version of an annoying Instagram influencer. Fans would clamor to see Dean get his comeuppance for force-feeding folks healthy snacks, however, which made the decision to pretty much kill off the entire gimmick after entertaining run-ins with Batista and Bobby Lashley on SmackDown that much more baffling. His vignette slash infomercials were dorky yet delightfully dickish, and Mike Bucci was clearly having a whale of a time in the role. But WWE had other ideas and Dean was shuffled into obscurity before parting ways with the company in 2007. Number 6. The Berserker Crazy Viking Long before the Viking Raiders were pillaging and battling ninjas in a parking lot, John Nord paved the way for the modern-day duo back in the early 90s under his guise of the Berserker. Understandably, the sight of a 6-foot-8-inch monster of a man storming to the ring with a sword and shield would be enough to make most people sit up in their seats. Sure, the fact he couldn't go 10 seconds without licking his arms or shouting Huss was a bit of an odd choice. But pairing him with Mr. Fuji and having Norse win most of his matches by countout after hurling his helpless opponents over the top rope was a surprisingly inspired decision and could have evolved into something genuinely entertaining down the line. But a feud with The Undertaker in 1992, which saw Berserker attempting to stab him with a sword, was as good as it ever got for Nord's tribute to his former partner, Bruiser Brody. And he was gone from the company less than a year later. Number 5. The Ascension Next Generation Road Warriors Full Sail absolutely lapped up the pair's destructive displays, as Connor and Victor cleared out the entire tag division whilst channeling their inner Road Warriors. And with the duo fully embracing the more theatrical elements of their roles, they look sure to be a guaranteed main roster hit. But in one of the first examples of Vince McMahon just not getting one of Triple H's projects, the twosome were quickly buried on commentary, and fed to the NWO, New Age Outlaws, and the APA just a few weeks into life away from developmental. Had the boss simply given the two a chance to bring the no-nonsense dominance that works so well on the Black and Gold show to Raw and SmackDown for longer than two weeks, there's no telling where this unit it could be today. Number 4. Alexa Bliss Fiendish Puppet Master Largely due to the unforeseen circumstance that was the entire planet shutting down in 2020, the Universal Championship found itself caught in between one of the most excruciating feuds in recent memory. However, just when it looked like the program was beyond saving, Alexa Bliss was suddenly introduced and finally gave us something intriguing to latch onto. In the wake of being abruptly attacked by Wyatt's fiend alter ego, Bliss slowly morphed into a seemingly brainwashed ally of the supernatural clown, nailing adversaries with Wyatt's sister Abigail 
male and frequently finding herself locked in an unnerving trance. Having Bliss steamroll through the women's division as this new threatening version of her former goddess self, all while manipulating Wyatt's fiend in the shadows, could have opened the door for an engrossing reign atop either Raw or SmackDown's women's divisions. But WWE eventually decided that the star's altered gimmick would be much more effective if she just acted like a spooky schoolgirl, threw up black goo, and launched fireballs at Randy Orton. Army won't even get started on a playdate with Lily. Number 3. Sean O'Hare, Devil's Advocate After arriving alongside Chuck Palumbo during the ill-fated invasion angle back in 2001, Sean O'Hare soon wound up being sent down to OVW to further hone his skills as a singles performer, donning a new Devil's Advocate persona. In numerous vignettes leading up to his return appearance, O'Hare invited fans to indulge in their darkest fantasies and break the law, all whilst kitted out in a suave black trench coat. Yet, despite the gimmick undoubtedly having potential and going down a treat with the young Younger demographic, it was hard to look past the fact that O'Hare simply couldn't deliver the goods in singles action, and wasn't much caught with a live mic either. So despite even aligning with Roddy Piper for a time, the character was ultimately given the heave-ho and O'Hare was eventually let go in April 2004. Number 2. Matt Hardy, The Woken One The whole thing just felt off. On top of being rebranded as Woken Matt Hardy, WWE's attempts to capitalize on the once successful gimmick and creative masterstroke that was Hardy's final deletion didn't quite deliver the same level of chaos and all-out comedy. All in all, Hardy ended up feeling like a diet version of his once career-revitalizing character, and the WWE Woken Universe was officially closed for business in the wake of Hardy's alliance with a another otherworldly entity being abruptly ended. Speaking of which, number 1. Bray Wyatt, Eater of Worlds slash The Fiend There was a time when Matt Hardy's former Deleter of Worlds partner was one of the hottest commodities in the entire wrestling business. Bray Wyatt's cult leader character entranced audiences from the moment he set foot in NXT back in 2012. The persona would transform as Wyatt and his family inevitably made their presence known on the main roster, with Wyatt himself leaning more and more into the fantastical elements that surrounded his Eater of Worlds moniker. Yet a seemingly never-ending cycle of the enthralling performer being built up to take on a big name, only to be convincingly bested in the end, damaged the act beyond repair. Then, after going missing for nearly a year, Wyatt re-emerged with a character steeped in the sort of innovative and dazzling energy his last incarnation once possessed. The Fiend, alongside a mesmerizing children's TV host Alter Ego, had arrived. But it didn't take long for WWE to run yet another one of Wyatt's ambitious creations, right? into the ground, with the demonic clown devolving into a parody of itself within a few months, and never truly recovering from being bulldozed by the man in Saudi Arabia. Oh, what could have been, muscle man? What could have been? Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 